Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The X Factor with the Crypto Hipster. Today is Season 3, Episode 5. Total episode number is 45. It is for the week ending June 23rd, 2003. I'm sorry, 2023. Got to go back in time, man. Got to go back in time like Huey Lewis. But no, it's June 23rd. 2023 and welcome and some some crypto hipster news i published a book yesterday called oh you're gonna love this one sweeter than a reggie bar and with that it covers it covers the web three covers uh cbdc's has my conversation has four excellent conversations with people we're talking about uh cbdc's web three the future of the internet a little bit about the past how we got to where we are today and the future. And let's talk about the future and let's talk about the weekly news. You know, with the crypto hipster news insights, you name it, we got it. We got it today. Oh, yeah, let's go. So, uh, to kick things off, we are going to kick things off with a little bit of global news. Okay. Uh, and talking about crypto scammers. Okay. Crypto scammers and the need for tools to prevent theft. Uh, let's see what they said. Digital fraud is a huge problem in social media. Each day, scammers create new accounts mimicking popular content creators and attempt to get fans and other unsuspecting victims to send them money. To solve the problem, some turn to blockchain to try to create and implement a decentralized social identity verification system. At the recent World Token Summit 2023, Matthias Mende, the co-founder of the Dubai Blockchain Center, uh, said he was talking about one of the center's projects for implementing blockchain technology to create a decentralized social identity for its users. Mende shared that identity fraud has been a constant problem within the space, and he's personally experienced many scammers taking content he posted on social media and creating fraudulent accounts impersonating him. He explains, I have like 200,000 followers on Instagram. And really, like every other day, there's a new fake profile coming out. I always find messages from people asking, hey, Mendy, is this you? And they're even sending videos because they screen record them from the Instagram story. Like scammers go to the next level. Uh, he said, while it's unfortunate, the reality is there are people out there who want to harm others. And that is true. Um, so what do we do? He has created a new thing and put a project together called Bonas that will function similarly. Using blockchain, it is working on a platform that will provide, provide blockchain-based authentication to people's social media networks. You know what would be really helpful? Uh, Mende is if um, we were able to look at these influencers and see how many people like are not just bots but how many people you actually know like certain accounts that have like a million followers um i doubt those people know a million people i doubt i bet they know like five five or six maybe seven if they're lucky they got a million followers because they're just so damn popular Nah, they don't move the markets um they don't move the markets but and their bots don't move the markets because guess what bots don't buy you know, so I like your project. I want to see how it goes in the future. 
yeah, there are a lot of scammers out there and they need to be dealt with swiftly. And uh, let's deal with them swiftly. So let's see how it goes. All right. Let me know your thoughts on that one. Um, Now we go to something else called the IMF. Banning crypto may not be effective in the long run, says the IMF. After uh, when did they say this? International Monetary Fund, IMF, has reiterated its call for crypto regulation across certain countries, but said an outright ban may not be the best approach. No, duh. In a June 22nd report on Latin America and the Caribbean, the IMF pointed to various approaches taken by local governments in addressing the adoption of cryptocurrencies and central bank digital currencies. Bitcoin has been accepted as legal tender in El Salvador. Of course it has. They're smart down there. Since September 2021, while the Bahamas was the first country to launch its own CBDC, the sand dollar. Sounds like a sand trap, but it's a sand dollar in October 2020. The IMF, do you like? I guess you like golf, huh? Sand traps. Sand traps are popular, huh? Let's see. The IMF said Brazil, Argentina, Colombia, and Ecuador whose government's regulation of crypto was in progress, ranked among the highest countries in the world for the adoption of digital assets in an effort to help the unbanked send faster and cheaper payments and more, more. There's a hell of a lot more. Oh yeah, let's go. In addition, according to the fund, most central banks in the region have or are considering adopting digital currencies. If well-designed, CBDCs can strengthen the usability, resilience, and efficiency of payment systems and increase functional financial inclusion in Latin America and the Caribbean. It can also increase, if you read my book, we go into this really greatly in detail uh, with um, John DeVadas, um, who was the in the Global Blockchain Business Alliance. Um, we talk about this. We talk about the drawbacks and the positives of CBDC. We go into it in detail for social, economic, and technological reasons. You should pick up a copy of my book and check it out. Um, Anyway, the IMF has often made public statements in opposition to countries adopting cryptocurrencies as legal tender. Of course they have, because they needed to have centralized control. But hey, uh, what do you think? How do you think that's going to go, especially in Latin America? Um, CBDCs, as opposed to just a simple digitized currency let me know your thoughts good stuff on the horizon hopefully and uh we're gonna go to the u.s because and we're gonna do a special interest story i don't usually do these special interest stories i usually talk about you know important topics of like governance and like you know regulation and policy and all that stuff but hey bitcoin mining heats water in brooklyn bathhouse whoa bathhouse hmm Users flip out. Let's see. Let's go. There's a bathhouse. It's a bathhouse in Brooklyn. Has left users on Instagram and Twitter divided after it revealed that it's using Bitcoin mining rigs to heat its spa. That's why it's so hot. In June 21, Instagram bathhouse explained it is running Bitcoin mining rigs at its location in Brooklyn, which generates heat as a byproduct. Uh, It described in three steps how the heat is taken by heat exchangers and used to heat the venue's pools via a circulating system. Bitcoin mining. Yeah, we we know what Bitcoin mining is and carbon emissions. And hey, 
What if you what if you what if it runs hot? Does it turn people into lobsters? I don't know. Uh, a lobster once thought it was going for a swim, went to the boiling water tin and became dinner for someone else. In January 2022, a report estimated the Bitcoin mining network emits 42 megatons of carbon dioxide. True. Um, the Bathhouse account, Instagram followers, were not sold on the idea of Bitcoin. However, uh, one user who identifies as Anolarenega, whoa, that's a hell of a name. This makes me like Bathhouse less. Now I'm concerned about who is mining cryptocurrency, who is profiting, whether I support. We are going to need some transparency. Well, I mean, if you can heat the bathhouse using Bitcoin and make money while you're heating the bathhouse, why is that a problem? Really? Is it smart? Is it danger of, you know, uh, injury? What is it? Let me know your thoughts on whether or not bathhouses, bathhouses are good, spas are good, and heating them with Bitcoin mining is a great idea. Let me know your thoughts. Let's go. Now we're going to go with something absolutely boring. J.P. Morgan. Go from bathhouses to J.P. Morgan. I'm sorry. There's a dichotomy on my show. J.P. Morgan. Bank deploys JPM coin for euro-denominated payments. This should probably be in the euro section. But U.S.-based investment bank J.P. Morgan is expanding the implementation of one of its major blockchain projects into traditional banking. J.P. Morgan has deployed its blockchain-based payment system, JPM Coin, to introduce euro-denominated payments for corporate clients. Um, a spokesperson said the bank has expanded its platform from not just U.S. dollars, but also to euros. According to Basak Troprak, J.P. Morgan's head of coin systems for Europe, the Middle East, and Africa, well, I'm really out of my region right now. Whoa. JP Morgan went live with Euro transactions on June 21. It's this week, Wednesday. German conglomerate Siemens conducted the first Euro payment on the platform. The systems enable the system enables wholesale payments for clients, including large multinational firms to transfer Euros to and from their JP Morgan accounts instantly and 24-7. That significantly improves traditional banking transactions, which are usually only processed during business hours. Compared to the bathhouse, this is boring. I don't care what region it is. Let's go somewhere else other than Jamie Dimon. Because, well, actually, let me know your thoughts. He never liked Bitcoin anyway. You know, that guy. But, hey, let's talk about somebody much worse. Let's talk about Gary Gensler. Because, you know, on my show, we talk about Gary Gensler. Now, let's, let's look at this. There's an article. Okay, and it came out on Cointelegraph. I am not responsible for this article. It says crypto enthusiasts are wrong to, tar to target Gary Gensler. Uh, laws in the U.S. are the problem. Crypto advocates should be focused on changing them and in the meantime, considering moving to the EU. I'm not going to move to the EU, man. But I can't right now. Um, the animus of the entire crypto world is focused on Securities and Exchange Commission Chair Gary Gensler. Critics argue that he paints cryptocurrencies with too broad a brush. I don't think he's talented or creative in any way that he could paint. Maybe finger painting. They argue that he gaslights well-meaning entrepreneurs, true, by encouraging them to come in and register. Yeah, bull. 
knowing that his process is set up for them to fail. True. They argue he knows new rules are needed, but prefers to enforce impractical rules in order to stifle the industry altogether. True. And of course, under his leadership, it's not leadership, the SEC filed an enforcement action against Coinbase, arguing several top coins are securities. Well, this article saying it's not just naysayers in the peanut gallery. The campaign is costing the U.S. dearly. VC capital investment in the U.S. crypto industry has fallen this year compared to the EU. America is losing its lead, and now is the time to act. True. Okay. Uh, the cynical explanation for Gensler's position is political. True. Gensler taught a course on blockchain at MIT. Yeah, on blockchain ethics. And MIT said that they invented the term. They didn't. I did a year and a half prior, so he had no idea what he was teaching. He's on tape for explaining not how all not tokens are securities. Uh-huh. He's on tape, but he accuses them of being securities. So he presumably understands the nuances of digital assets. Nope. I don't give him that much credit. Rather, he's playing dumb to implicitly support the agenda of MIT Senator Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, I kind of think he is, who is mobilizing an anti-crypto army. Nobody likes her and has been informally deputized by the administration of President Joe Biden, unfortunately. If Biden wins the presidency again, we got a problem. Perhaps this will help Gensler earn an appointment as Treasury Secretary. Uh, that's awful. That's just awful. Um, in response, lawmakers are piling on with bills proposing to fire him. Good idea. Representatives Warren Davidson and Tom Emmer introduced the SEC Civilization Act which proposes removing Gensler and restructuring the agency to make it less partisan. Hey, you know, this is where, this is where I could actually go and trash and bash the guy even more, but let's, let's, let's take a, let's take a skeptic approach. Let's say our job is to respect the position and not the man. If he is a man, we our job is to respect the position. The position is the chief of the sec and they are setting policy and that's the job. And we have to, Respect that and deal with it professionally. Yes, I agree with that. So going forward, I'm going to be dealing with it professionally and not dealing with Gensler on the level of, you know, slime, slug, primordial ooze, any of that. We have to deal with this professionally, politically, and we have to be able to put the U.S. back into a spot where we can innovate and where entrepreneurs have this space and it's not handed to people like BlackRock who just get to show up and do what they want. So let me know your thoughts on that. And uh, I continue to say, let's go. And then let's talk about things that are boring. Because the other thing that's boring in this world is the Fed. Yep, the Fed. The Fed sees stable coins as a form of money and wants a robust, a robo ro a robust role in its oversight, says Powell. The U.S. Federal Reserve Board sees payment stablecoins as a form of money. Chair Jerome Powell said during questioning at the House of Representatives Financial Services Committee semi-annual hearing on Fed policy. Wednesday, Powell's comments came in response to committee ranking member Maxine Waters, oh boy, who asked for his reaction to the proposed stablecoin bill, which originated with the Republicans and would be the first crypto legislation in the U.S. if passed. 
Waters told Powell that the bill would create 58 different licenses with federal regulatory approval of only over two of the licenses. The remaining licenses would be issued by states, territories, and other jurisdictions, which takes a state preemption to a whole new level. He, Powell responded saying, we do see payment stable coins as a form of money. And we believe that it will be appropriate to have quite a robust federal role in what happens in stable coins going forward. Yeah. Let me know your thoughts on that. So in the book, we discuss my new book, Sweeter Than a Reggie Bar. We discuss the benefit, the true benefit of the federal of the Federal Reserve having this information. And they would have real-time micro and macro economic indicators at their fingertips and not have to rely on past indices to help them to make policy. How is that? Is, do you think that's going to be helpful? Um, let me know your thoughts. Pick up a copy of my book. You know, let me know your thoughts on that because um, it's an important topic. So another important topic is enforcement. Five U.S. enforcement agencies form new digital currency anti-crime task force. Okay. A diverse group of U.S. enforcement agencies has made its official its cooperation on crimes related to the darknet and digital currency with the announcement of Darknet Marketplace and Digital Currency Crimes Task Force this past Tuesday. The new organization will target cryptocurrency-enabled crimes such as drug trafficking, money laundering, theft of personal information, and child exploitation. The representatives of Homeland Security Investigations, HSI Arizona, the Office for U.S. Attorneys, the Internal Revenue Service Criminal Investigation, the Drug Enforcement Administration, and the Postal Inspection Service signed a memorandum of understanding on this new task force last week. Okay. Uh, the underlying assumption here is faulty. Okay. The blockchain is an awful place to do drug trafficking, money laundering, theft of personal information, and any kind of exploitation. Having that on record is something that criminals do not want to do. And they can be easily caught if everything's on the blockchain, on the permanent record, has transparency. And they do not want to do that. So why are these organizations like having this memorandum of understanding when you don't even understand the underlying technology? Whoa. Okay, so the dark net, they say, who says this? Because I want to see what kind of intelligence we're talking about. Um, the dark net marketplace and digital currency crimes task force mission is to disrupt and dismantle criminal organizations that exploit the appearance of anonymity on the dark net or use digital currency to facilitate criminal activities. The criminal activities are facilitated by the U.S. dollar, by paper that cannot be traced or tracked. It is not on a ledger that is transparent to everybody. Okay? Get your head out of your sand. Law enforcement worldwide has been forming specialized units for crypto-related enforcement. You know what? Just let me know your thoughts on this because, you know, um, yeah, I don't understand why stupid is and stupid does. But, hey, you know, let's talk about Valkyrie. I mentioned earlier BlackRock showing up all of a sudden. Applying for a Bitcoin ETF, getting front run to the front, being handed the space. That ain't right, man. That ain't right. I don't know what world this is living in right now, but that is not right. Maybe you guys, maybe you paid Gensler's paycheck. Maybe that's it. 
hey, but, you know, I'm going to root for Valkyrie, right? Uh, Valkyrie joins the rush with a Bitcoin spot ETF application to go with its futures, miners, and ETFs. The crypto fund manager is at least the fourth to seek a spot ETF for Bitcoin in the last week. Fidelity is also rumored. Yep, and I'm sure Vanguard's coming too. Cryptocurrency fund manager is Valkyrie is applying for a Bitcoin spot exchange traded ETF, joining several other financial firms that have filed similar applications with the SEC. Last week, Valkyrie filed an S1 registration form for Bitcoin spot ETF um, on Wednesday and said it would seek to list its fund on NASDAQ under the symbol BRRRR money printing. Oh, yeah. Valkyrie is an old hand at Bitcoin futures ETFs. It launched the second BTC futures ETF in the U.S., the Valkyrie Bitcoin Strategy ETF, in October 21, and launched the Valkyrie Balance Sheet Opportunities Fund, BVBB, in December that year. It liquidated VBB in October 2022, but it also runs the Bitcoin Miners ETF, WAGMI, WGMI which tracks securities of companies that derive their revenue or profits from BTC mining. Um, on an even playing field, if everybody's going to be approved, then they should be approved. So we'll see the level of corruption coming out of certain organizations really soon. And hopefully Valkyrie gets their ETF because I'd be using that over BlackRock any day. Let's go out of the U.S. Let's get out of here and go to South America. South America. Binance faces scrutiny in Brazil. Exec summoned to testify before Congress. Deputy Alfredo Gaspar, a member of the Brazilian Chamber of Deputies, has requested that summoning of Gilherme Haddad, the director of Binance Brazil, to, before, to appear before the Brazilian parliament as part of an ongoing parliamentary commission of inquiry investigation into alleged pyramid schemes in the country, according to a translation of the Brazilian news outlet portal do Bitcoin. If the vote, if the vote is approved, Haddad will be summoned to appear before the Brazilian chamber of deputies. This development comes amid a global regulatory crackdown on the largest crypto exchange finance uh, and scrutiny from authorities in the U.S., Netherlands, France, the U.K., Brazil, all over the world, right? You know, um, and how's that going to go? Um, they want to understand Binance's operations, its association with fintech, its involvement in companies uh, and Brazilian consumers. They wanted all that. How's that going to go in Brazil? Let me know your thoughts. And let's go to Europe. We already had one Europe article it was about Jamie Dimon and his team. Who cares? Europe, Binance cancels registration for inactive business in the UK. Binance can, has canceled their registration. Um, troubled cryptocurrency exchange, Binance. The, the narrative is they're troubled, right? Uh, so you're going to see that word troubled in every article you see. But are they? Are they really? Are they still continuing to operate certain parts of the world without a problem? Uh, Binance continues to withdraw from major markets amid ongoing pushback. Binance Markets Limited, BML, Binance's United Kingdom-based subsidiary, has officially canceled registration with the Financial Conduct Authority, FCA. B 
BML held various FCA permissions for activities that it would never carried out or offered in the UK. Well, if they never offered them, they're not really even it because they never did it. As these permissions were unlikely to be required in the future, Binance Markets Limited decided that it would be prudent to cancel them in line with FCA's recommendations to keep these updated. Yeah, start a company and you never do it, so it doesn't make decision make points of habit. But let me know your thoughts. Hey, after deregistration, no Binance entities authorized by the FCA to provide any service in the United Kingdom. How that? How's that going to go? What exchange are they going to use in the UK? Is it going to be Coinbase? Is it going to be Gemini? Is it going to be something else? Let me know your thoughts on that one. Okay. Spain. Let's go to Spain because I like paella. Paella. I can't have it anymore, though. I developed a shellfish allergy a few years ago. I used to love shellfish. Oh, my God. Oh, Spain. I would love to go. Like, I like rice and, like, chicken and rice, though. Crypto.com receives regulatory approval to offer crypto services in Spain. Singapore-based cryptocurrency exchange provider Crypto.com has obtained a virtual asset service provider registration from the Bank of Spain. The regulatory approval allows the exchange to offer a range of crypto-focused services and customers in Spain, a country that has recently taken a positive approach to crypto. Hail Barcelona. The crypto exchange platform had to comprehensively review its anti-money laundering directive compliance and adhere to other financial crime laws before getting the nod. The latest regulatory approval in Spain comes within weeks of acquiring a major payment institution license for digital payment token services from the Monetary Authority of Singapore. How's that going to go? Do we like soccer and bullfighting? Let's go to Spain and have an awesome, uh, awesome, awesome good time. Let's go there. Okay. Asia. I have some news coming out of Singapore. Ripple. Ripple gets in principle nod for that for digital asset services in Singapore. Okay. Blockchain-based payments firm Ripple has obtained in principle regulatory approval from Singapore's financial regulator to offer digital asset payments and token products in the city state. Ripple confirmed the approval from the MAS uh, on a statement yesterday. The approval will allow its subsidiary, Ripple Markets Asia Pacific, to further scale its on-demand liquidity. The ODL, on-demand liquidity, helps Ripple's customers to move XRP around the world without the banks intervening as intermediaries. <gasps> oh, I'm sure that JP Morgan is not going to be happy about that, but I don't care. Uh, this firm applied for institutional payment license under Singapore's Payment Service Act. Ripple CEO Brad Garlinghouse praised the Singaporean regulator for its pragmatic innovation-first approach, which they've always taken Singapore. To cryptocurrency-related services, adding that the country will provide a prominent gateway for Ripple's business operations in the Asia-Pac region. Congratulations, Mr. Garlinghouse. Uh, for Ripple and XRP overseas has never, ever been a problem. Uh, only the U.S. has been a problem with you. I would like to see widespread adoption in the U.S. Is that going to happen? Let me know your thoughts. Singapore MAS proposes digital money standards with major industry players. Is this the same news? Just written differently? Let's see. 
The MAS has released a proposal for a common protocol that would specify conditions for the use of various types of digital currencies. On Wednesday, MAS published a white paper that covers technical specifications outlining the life cycle of its new purpose-bound money concept, along with the names of financial institutions and fintech firms that plan to pilot it. PBM plans to enable centers of digital currencies across different systems, such as digital bank digital currency, central bank digital currencies, or stable coins, to be able to specify conditions of digital currency transactions, including a validity period and types of shops. Sap Nendu Mohanty, the chief fintech officer of MAS, commented that these recent developments had enhanced the role of digital currencies in the future financial landscape. He says, I quote you, this collaboration among industry players and policymakers has helped achieve important advances in settlement efficiency, merchant acquisition, and user experience with the use of digital money. The paper was developed in collaboration with the International Monetary Fund, Bank of the Italia, the Bank of Korea, and other financial institutions, and in tech, uh, fintech firms implementing a trial include Amazon, DBS, and Grab. Amazon's involved. You should know. That's all you need to know. All right. Next, Middle East. We're going to wrap it up with the Middle East because that's just the way we go today. And who else we're going to talk about other than our favorite global exchange, Binance. Binance launches regulatory pla- regulated platform in Kazakhstan amid troubles in the West, Kazakhstan. Global cryptocurrency exchange Binance announced announced the launch of a regulated digital asset platform in Kazakhstan. Amid growing regulatory troubles in the West, the launch of the new platform was announced at a press event on Tuesday in the presence of representatives of Kazakhstan's banking industry and Binance Kazakhstan's leadership. The cryptocurrency exchange obtained in principle approval to operate there and a permanent license to offer a digital platform and provide custodial services at the Astana International Financial Center in the country from the AIFC Financial Services Authority last year. The new platform will offer what? What do they offer? A slew of crypto and fiat-focused services for Kazakhstani users, including exchange and conversion services, deposit and withdrawal, fiat and custody of crypto assets. How's that going to go? Doesn't look like Binance is dead. Looks like they're setting up shop in new locations all the time. Let me know your thoughts. And that, my friends, was another episode of The X Factor with the Crypto Hipster. We're bringing you that each and every week. Just remember, pick up a copy of my new book, Sweeter Than a Reggie Bar. And I'll see you next week.